So after that, I never seen this before, and I never thought my parents could do this. But they're like, I mean, they're boxing, like they're fighting, like they're going at it. Yeah, you're like, great, <laughs> yeah. So More I'm getting fight. beat up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get the whooping from my mom to yeah. cancel the thing, and now they're fighting. No, yeah. See, people really? say like I was bullied. Like they called me names. Like no, you don't understand. Like <laughs> bullying. With, what I mean by bullying is they would take me pull me behind the playground and then jump me. And then after that, when it was time to go back inside, the teachers would take us to the restroom break and then jump me again, right? Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to This Is Real with yours truly, Pastor Juan Martinez, a.k.a. Dr. Love. And I'm Stephanie Martinez-Rave. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, today we got an exciting show for you. You know, uh, a lot of times, you know, we get people from all over the I was going to say all over the world, but hey, kind of. you know, from everywhere. Yeah. Uh, but today we got a Houston native Come in on. the studio. Come on, we got a Houston native. Also, Get Rav native, mm-hmm. you know, uh, here in the studio. Um, and I'm excited to hear his story because, you know, a lot of times we think that every story has to be one of like drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. and all of these things. Sometimes it's not like that. Like right. Jesus has like the greatest story mm-hmm. ever and he mm-hmm. lived a sinless life. Yeah. And not saying that, I'm, I mean, I'm sure this guy has sin in his life, but it's not, you know, uh, the kind of story that normally we kind of share where yeah. somebody's like coming out of prison or doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, uh, well, let's just introduce him. Yeah. Give it up, everybody, to Gabriel de la Fuente. De Come la on. Fuente. Also oh, known as... Oh, we get a pa 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 Welcome. I don't know. Hey, listen. They were, you know, they were, they were a little... There was, there was a lag. There was a lag. <laughs> there. Yeah, but um, it's super dope that we got you in the studio today. You know, that we get to uh, talk a little bit about your life. Yes, sir. And uh, upcoming projects. Because mm-hmm. uh, um, maybe they don't know, but you sing. I do. I do a little bit singing in the shower and sometimes, you know, here and yeah. there. But for the most part, yeah, I do sing. Yeah. And so uh, you have a project coming out. Uh, you don't have a date for it to come out. That's correct. Yes. Yeah, so you do have a project coming yes, out. Yes. Yeah. I have a project coming out in the beginning of 2023. Things are cooking right now. I'm pretty excited. Cooking. Yes. They are yeah. in the oven nice. right now. You don't want to kind of release things too soon. Well, I think today we're going to leak. Yeah, that's true. There's a, there leak. is a leak right yeah. here, and this is real. It's uh, like a sample, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, for the a little whole taste. Yeah, exactly. Little taste. Exactly. Exactly. Well, while you're cooking, it's always good. You're a chef, right? When yeah, you're cooking. I was just a little bit confused because we were talking about leaking and samples. So I'm like, mm, it's either good or bad. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I like the sample. Yeah, to that. Usually it's a leak because it's not out. Right. And they're not going to be able to find it in any platform right now or anything. So it's kind of like a. Yeah. You, know, you get it here exclusive. first. Yep. Yeah, you get it yes. here first. And after sure. this, you're going to have to stay tuned to see when it, you know, follow him details. on social media. Yeah, yeah. Correct. all the details. Correct. Correct. But um, hey, let's talk a little bit about uh, you were born in Monterrey. That's right. I like saying Monterrey. I like see? it too. Keep hey, saying Monterrey. <laughs> uh, Monterrey, Mexico. That's the city. And uh, raised in Houston, Texas. That's right. Yeah, you're from the suburb of Channel View. Mm-hmm. Is there like a thing? Is there yeah. a suburb of Channel View? Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of suburbs here in Houston. I mean, you got Katy, you got obviously Spring, and then you yeah, have. Yeah, I just thought Channel View was like. Mm, 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 what kind of hood are you talking mm, about, mm, man? You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe really that's thought. why he said suburb because not, not yeah, that yeah, part. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, there, I mean, there is like. So there is a there is a nice area in Channel View. Sure. I, I mean, know, it's not, not it's relatively nice. I mean, it's not necessarily like you're talking about like some of the hard spots like Fifth Ward or Third. Where it's nothing crazy yeah. like that. Yeah. But I mean, there are areas that are not as nice or not as you know, 
I guess friendly if you want to say it for lack yeah, of better yeah. words. You know no, no, I get it. I'm just saying my experience with China View and all that was like the Clover and all that, right? Like back back in the day, like uh -huh. rappers, the Clover, and uh, basically when I came out of prison and we went and did an outreach, like it was, mm, 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 you know, it was it was China View <laughs> and everybody was like, I mean, that sounds do? about right. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. sounds a lot like a Houston. So when I yeah. I guess the it's like saying yeah, you know, I live in the suburb of the Bronx. Yeah, you know, I'm like, ah, you're gonna okay. say you know, I'm like, hmm. Suburb, you know, so in my yeah. mind, well, it's I definitely not the Bronx, that's for sure. No, yeah. fact, without a doubt, man. What I've seen on videos, <laughs> the Bronx, no, it's like a jungle sometimes, yeah, like for real. No, definitely but okay. not like that. So, um, it's a rainforest. No. you have here that you felt yourself like you were an underdog and all that. So, I want to I wanna know a little bit about your story, okay, cool, right? Because I know it's not. Uh, the story of like, cause even from Channel View, you would think, well, did he get locked up? Did he do this? Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. what, what was your life like growing up? Like, what were, what were you like? So I was 1995. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Uh, so like, like you said, I was born in Mexico, but about maybe a year or two uh, after I was born, I went straight uh, to the United States, moved to Channel View, and again, um, it was cool. You know, I never had necessarily anything of a bad influence around me, which was weird as I grew with my life with Christ or my relationship with Christ because I see all the people saying oh I went through this and that I'm like yeah I just went through dodgeball you know what I'm saying it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't necessarily that crazy but um, so your parents did a good job like they were in Christ already like when you my parents were in Christ but they were in Christ I feel because it was like a family tradition to be in Christ I didn't mm. feel like it was necessarily then then yes yeah, then yeah. now it's obviously yeah, a different yeah, story yeah. we'll get to it but yeah then it was because it just felt like you know the family's doing it why not and even though most of my family is Catholic. That side, yeah. as, as far as my mom's, uh, they went straight Christian, you know, non-denominational and just put that inside of us. But that didn't necessarily reflect a successful relationship with Christ, at least back then. Even a successful marriage, there were things that I didn't notice back then. Like, for instance, um, my dad wasn't around a lot, and I just thought, oh, he's just he's a man. He's he's working, and that's that. Yeah, and so yeah. when that's I was, what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. But, but, I mean, learning what I've learned now, there was still some major factor missing behind it and then there were things like i got into uh baseball and t-ball when i was little uh and my mom would always help me uh you know she'd practice with me at the park it was super yeah. cool so i bonded really close to my mom but when it came to the time to actually play the game and sometimes they couldn't show up yeah sometimes they weren't there so it sucked for me it felt like well that's the expectation they just won't be there for you you know yeah and then if i had a crazy moment because I, I was i mean I'm not the physically biggest dude around now, and especially back then. You know so you were really little then? Yeah, I was super little, <laughs> super skinny. You know okay, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, but when uh, I had one moment, it was really crazy in, in baseball where somebody hit the ball. This is T ball, right? But yeah. I guess this dude, this kid was on sort of, some sort of type of steroids because he hit the ball all the <laughs> way in the outfield. Like, he done threw steroids on the poor kid. Look, if you're out there. Yo, like, if you're like, hold on, if you're yeah, six yeah. years old and you hit in the outfield, there's something up. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. I need birth certificates or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he hit it out there. I'm not paying attention, but I'm just putting my hand up because my coach told me, you know, just put your hand up. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. They catch the ball. Apparently, that was the game-winning catch. And then I, I was like, what did I do? And they all started kicking. I'm, I'm going <laughs> hey, wild. Yeah. All you're thinking is, what? what's going on? <laughs> no, That's for real. That's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's cool. It, it's, it's cool. And it was like, nobody expected me to catch the ball. Yeah. And I was like, that's dope, you know? And so it's little moments like that were cool, but I never was a highlighted person. Like, if we're playing a game in, in school, nobody's picking me. You're the last person to get picked, always. Now you're the little guy. Yeah, or not picked at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, just, I just didn't look like that. And then on top of that, that's when bullying came in. And people so you were bullied? Bad, pretty bad. See, people really? say, like, I was bullied. Like, they called me names. Like, no, you don't understand. Like, <laughs> bullying, with, with, what I mean by bullying is they would take me 
pull me behind the playground and then jump me. And then after that, when it was time to go back inside, the teachers would take us to the restroom break and then jump me again, right? And wow, talk- so you you had, uh, how old were you then when you were getting bullied? I was probably like 11 or 12. You know what I'm saying? Is that like 10, 11, 12. because you you enjoy doing youth and you like music, your yeah. job, you do other stuff, but you enjoy since I've known you, you've always enjoyed kind of like helping the youth. Absolutely. Is that does that play a big part of it? Like, what do you think? Like, because even now, like you hear a lot of times like people getting bullied and it's like a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, is that why you kind of like are really interested in like the youth and stuff? I, I think so. Yeah. No, I think so. Yeah, because I would want someone to understand that you have outlets you have people you can talk to the biggest problem that i faced was that i never talked to anybody it wasn't until i got home and my mom was changing me she wanted to be you know we're gonna go to an event she saw bruises on my ribs and she saw a mark on my neck and she's like what is this yeah what's going on yeah and i never opened my mouth now my mom told me if you ever go to the principal's office i'm gonna whoop you so i knew if i said something i'm going to the principal's office which equals whooping so i'm like i'm ready to get whooped yeah i don't want to get whooped again so that's why i never said anything yeah you know what advice uh you know would you give like a parent like because sometimes i think okay so if you weren't talking mm-hmm. right what advice would you give parents today um you know based on from speaking from the the child part yeah that you knew you were you know bullied so what what advice would you give them i think having an honest very very honest and deep conversation with your child and let them know hey look it doesn't matter even if you were the person who started it this is a safe place right now I mean, so I you know, create that environment, a safe environment. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, statistically speaking, the, from the years of one through five are the years that shape a child eventually and the relationship with their parent. Yeah. So I would say, obviously, take advantage of those first five years and then after that, start to develop even closer relationship. Have those really un- unpopular conversations and yeah. say, hey, look, I know you may be going through X, Y, and Z, but let's talk about it, you know? No, it's really good. Yeah. Okay, do, do you think like... Uh, you know, I'm going to stay here a little bit. Yeah, for Do sure. you think that, like, that created... Because, you know, they say uh, uh, bullies are really just hurt people that hurt people. Yeah. Um, so now you're getting bullied. Mm-hmm. Do you think that affected you in any way, like, when you got into your teenage years? Yeah. Like I, what? And Well, in confidence and things like that, like, I felt like, you know... Because uh, you could have went to either... Uh, so this is yeah. good. Cause you could sometimes went, people like turn into the bully, the bully. like oh, I'm gonna beat so everybody much. up. Yeah. Now, you know? No, no, it was weird because I you went the other way. I went the other way, but in a weird way. Like I would encourage other people, like Hey, you're gonna be alright, but I would still beat myself up internally. Like you suck. Like you know, like no one really cares about you and mm. things like that. So it was a really good master. So you became award. really insecure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, without a doubt. Yeah, it's so much so that it affected me in different areas. Like I would see friends of mine who could get a girlfriend or this and that, and yeah. I'm like, well, let me give it a shot, right? Like I built my heart's beating if I ever asked a girl, I like <laughs> <Yeah>. crazy, <sighs> right? I'm, I'm like, I'm tripping out. And then when she asks, when I ask her finally, and she says no, it just like I'm like, well, all right, well that's just my expectation. I'm never gonna get the girl. I'm never gonna get the person. I'm never gonna get the opportunity to get picked on the team or whatever, you know? Yeah. So yeah, never amount to nothing. No, yeah, pretty much. Just, okay. just meh, you know? Yeah. So, so what does it look like your teenage years? What, is, what does that look like? Teenage years. So my parents get divorced at age of twelve, right? My, okay. Yes, it was it was a pretty pretty bad moment. They had already been kind of separated because my mom had suspicions about my dad. Yeah. You know, messing up, and it was still for speculation. Then there was one night where they were hugging, looked like they were you know making up or whatever, yeah. and then my mom reaches into his pocket, his back pocket, and he has a phone, another phone. And I've never, yeah, yeah. And so after that, I'd never seen this before. I never thought my parents could do this, but they're like, I mean, they're boxing, like they're fighting, like 
They're going at it. Yeah, you're like, great. <laughs> yeah. So More I'm getting fight. beat up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to get the whooping from my mom to yeah. cancel the thing. And now they're fighting. No, yeah. It was it was bad. I mean, my mom was chasing my dad. And then she, this is the part where it really hurt. She slammed the door and his fingers were still like, bah, and I was like, oh, man. I'm like, I know you did something bad, but that, that I don't know if you deserve that much. That was yeah. pretty bad. So uh, how old are you then? I was 12. 12. 12. I was 12. Yeah. And then, you know. She, he grabs the phone, slams it on the ground, thinking that it just destroys it. SIM card stays in. My mom puts it in her phone to find everything oh, on there. And yeah. it was just, from there, just, it was horrible. So how does that affect you in your 15, 16? Like, what happens? Um, well, luckily... Are you, uh, at this moment, would you consider yourself saved? Or are you like... I'm saved. I'm saved. saved. I actually, actually, very, very, I guess, uh, very soon after that, I rededicated my life. Because I got saved when I was four years old. I was grew up okay. in church yeah, all my life. Yeah. But at 12, I, I've heard the phrase, rededicate your life. And I was like, what the heck does that mean? Like, I've never heard that before. Yeah. You're saved, that's it. But then when I actually did it, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And right after my parents got divorced, and then I, I had a pastor, his name's Rashad Fortson. He's a super cool guy. He's at Inspire Church. Shout out to him. Rashad, <laughs> right? Um, and he was telling me about the scripture that says rejoice in the sufferings. And I'm like, it's kind of hard to rejoice right now when life kind of yeah. sucks. Like, this is yeah. this is not cool, you know? But that's I, just, uh, nobody likes to preach on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but seriously. It's a, it's a, it's a, that's yeah. really when you get to almost, like, be with Jesus. I mean, blessed are the poor yeah. in spirit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, I end up, you know, rededicating my life. And the Lord put the right people in my life because I get involved in my church with an MMA program. And I started learning MMA. Still lacked confidence. I would always expect to lose, but I was learning a little bit, a little bit. And this guy named Mike White, he mentored me, and Eddie Ducos, they both mentored me and were there for me. They were the father figure right when my parents got oh, split up. Oh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So, so God, you believe in that? They're like, like uh, that made a big impact in your life? Because yeah. I, Father again, figures, you know? Yes. Father figures. Absolutely. Yeah, how important you think, like maybe somebody's out there, you know, a guy, you know, he's... Uh, how important you think it is for everyone to be somebody to somebody? You know is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Huge. I mean, I think you can. I think you yourself know as far as like the statistics when it comes to how many inmates in prison yeah, are totally. fatherless. It's it's overwhelming. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. So yes, I think if you don't have maybe a physical father, look for a spiritual father, someone who can be there and who has the intentions of having no benefits. Yeah. Of encouraging you. Yeah. When, they, when they're for you and supporting you, they just want to see you win, and that's that. Mm-hmm. Both in father figures and in friends, but just specifically since the sad, that's the subject, is, yeah, those father figures are so key, so vital. Because, again, after I was in, uh, you know, my 12-year-old years and on to, like, almost high school, they were there for me. My parents get remarried, you know, by the grace of God. It was super dope in three years, so I think it was yeah. crazy. After three days and yeah. then three years, it was super dope. And then... High school comes up. I go to public school because I was in I was in private school for my yeah. middle school years. High school comes up. I go to one of the like craziest schools that are like have Wiccans, have all kinds of atheists and all this yada yada. I'm supposedly prepared and I'm preaching the gospel like crazy. And I'm like, yeah. yo, these people. So you're like, young. That's kind of cool. Like yeah. you're young. You yeah. That the whole church culture. You're young. Yeah. You're preaching the gospel in high school. Yeah. You're like, was, the Lord it, loves you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it it was it was cool. I still, again, were, de- were was dealing with battling with like internal. Like, I didn't, you conflict. know, when I was in high school, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. What? Like preaching, <laughs> Jesus and youth group. Like I didn't know it existed. <laughs> like I, nobody ever came to me yeah. and said like, you know, Jesus yeah. loves you. Like, I I just I don't know. I've never just that. I just you know it didn't. We were in the back. You know. Well, that's the thing. I didn't go to. G- I didn't go to people and say Jesus loves you. Yeah. I would just live my life, and they would ask me, "Why are you smiling all the time?" And then yeah. I'd be like, well, "Let me tell you." 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were well, talking. Not, for me, if I ask one of my friends why are you smiling, they're like, I just smoke. <laughs> <laughs> like, like no, I'm just being real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there, nobody ever hit me with that answer yeah. ever. Yeah. Not that I remember. I mean, yeah. we went to Catholic church and mm-hmm. I heard it there, mm-hmm. but none of my friends. I didn't yeah, have, but you were also in like New Jersey, New York. So like, here's the Bible Belt. So there's churches on every corner. So mm. it's more and more likely for you know yeah. young people to hear of church and of God. Yeah. Than it is up north, I think. Mm. So that means we have a mission. Now go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're heading up to the north. <laughs> heading up to the Just north. let me know what's up, man, because yeah. we all come through. <laughs> so, okay, so confidence, all the stuff. Yeah. So these guys are stepping in. You're building your confidence. And yeah. now your your father comes back. So you have good father figures, and now your dad's back in the picture. And you're excited. Yeah. And, and respect to my dad, because even when they were divorced, he he seeked counsel, and there were times where we had family trips. This is this is what tripped out. We'd have family trips, and even though he was recently married with my mom, but they're divorced, but they're getting back together, he wouldn't, like, sleep with her like he wouldn't sleep in the same bed with her like he understood the concept like right now we're not married so right now i, yeah, I, I don't have that access and, I was and like, that's Dang. difficult too because you're like yo you, we we were we're married yeah. <laughs> we're getting married again you know we're, yeah yeah, yeah. In this weird like you know i, I don't know i would have yeah. been like we married no yeah for real and i respect my dad for that because uh, i mean naturally like yeah, your you parents said, are dope your parents are cool. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it was it was really cool so i get my i mean i'm getting my confidence still not there yet you know what i'm saying but Enough to at least preach the gospel. Yeah. In in high school, people would come up to me. There was one time a kid said, "I have a headache," and I said, "I I, I just you know heard that the name of Jesus is powerful. Apparently, it works, right?" So yeah. I go up to the guy. I was like, "Your head hurts." He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Do you want it to go away?" I, I was like, not even thinking that hard about it. And he was like, "Sure." So you like, pray. what are you gonna do? Like, you got a title or something? I I didn't say I didn't pray. It wasn't like a long extended mythical yeah, yeah. prayer. It was just I just said Jesus. I said, and he freaks out. He's like. What did you just do? And I was like, I didn't do, I didn't do a thing. It was all, you know, it's all yeah. God and what he did. Mm-hmm. And so from then on, he gets saved. And after that, he starts talking to friends. And then they do you go, got like a crew in high school? And like, are you hanging out like with? A, I mean, because now you're MMA fighting. <laughs> like, do you now like uh, start beating people up? Like, I'm, I'm no. just asking. I just really, you know. No, I mean, I never try to beat up nobody. I was trying to be friends with everybody as, as much as possible. Not like hungry for like popularity, but yeah. just you know. Trying are you to thinking to yourself? I hope they pick on me now. <laughs> No, that's man. a yes. That's no, a yes. That, that is a yes. No, yeah, no, yeah. No, he's no, like, no, he's no. like, I can't wait to show him this move. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, it is, it is, it is cool. Whenever you get to like study the art of like, for instance, jujitsu is like the main thing I, I studied, right? Like, it's like, it's like chess. Like, I'm telling yeah. you, it's a lot of lot totally because you in jujitsu you're using the other person's weight, right? Correct. Yes, themselves. you're yeah. using submissions and things yeah. like that. So you know a little san san, you know what I'm saying? Right, but I learned something new. But go ahead, jujitsu. Yeah, it's one of the one of the best arts. And um, yeah, so I never wanted to hurt somebody, but I did. Like I was so enticed by it. Th- I promise bit, a you, bit, a little bit. Hey, Con, I'm hey. not a bully. Hey, <laughs> give me a pump, pump. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to hurt. You wanted to hurt nobody, man. You young too. Heck, I'm a yeah. lover, man. I'm safe, at, but I'm not soft. The whole communications team is looking over there, like <laughs> they're going like this. <laughs> so nah. you're, you're, well, I guess what he's asking, like, so then your crew, like, who, who is now your kind of like, yeah, core, who are you hanging out with? You know, because are you hanging out with Jesus lovers? Like yeah. everybody's like, yo, let's take communion no, at lunchtime. I'm hanging out with everybody. I'm, I mean, everybody. I mean, I'm hanging with, still with the Asians. Are you singing? The Wiccans, huh? 
Are you singing then? No, I mean not singing in like like there as in high school, like yeah. You know, on the, you, were you like in the class with like the high school musical? No, yeah, high school musicals. Well, all in this. No. No, no, I mean, were you? Cause you no. love that. No, no, I was singing in youth, but I wasn't singing like youth ministry, but I wasn't mm. singing in high school or anything. Wow. Like that, Should have went to performing arts, something like that. Could have, man. I should have believed in myself. You were still. Hey, look, no, back then you were still trying to beat people up. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Oh he wasn't there. Gosh. Hey, the whole story changes. So I'm Gabriel de la Fuente, and I do not approve this message. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm kind of like so. You okay? You're in high school now. You're. Uh, what happens in your latter high school years? Like you graduate. What? What then? Um, graduate high school. Um, figuring life out. The expectation was you're gonna go to college. You're gonna go to college. And you can only be successful and and thrive if you go. to Are college. you confident then? You're uh, still like battling still it. Still battling it. Because you seem pretty confident now. Uh, sure. It, <laughs> I, that looks can be deceiving. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I'm battling it still in different areas of my life. I think it's just more areas that I explored and understood that I have rather than just simply just going to school and going to church and that's that. It's like, okay, family dynamic, relationship dynamic, like who's really there for you, who's not discerning like that. And then when people who have left me, yeah, like that particular element was like, dang, you know what? Like who really is for me, who's not? So it was like a lot of wake-up calls that I, I found out who are the real people and who are Because you're making choices, right? Because I know you... Like okay, so most of I guess what I've learned uh, from this side of the pendulum mm -hmm. was that when you and any of you been in the same scenario, right? Yeah. Like like uh, when you walk in that kind of lifestyle and you're young, because you guys actually help youth and promote that. For yeah. sure. When when you like that, there's gonna be the people that don't, and so sometimes you were friends with them, and now they make now they're older, so they they're smoking pot or something, and mm -hmm. uh, sometimes you like oh, I can't hang out with them anymore, so now yeah. you go over here, and so you keep changing friends. Like how yeah. does that feel? Well, I guess. I mean, you know, we're this is real, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we keep, keep it real, it real you yeah. know. So I know for me, my struggle all my life because I never received that type of like affection is. The female aspect, you know what I'm saying, as far as like attraction and yeah. being in that. So I know there are certain friends that hang out at spots that will get me in trouble. Yeah. Right. Now, it's my drug isn't drinking. My drug isn't like smoking or doing any other yeah. types of things. Yeah, yeah. My drug essentially is lust. Yeah. You know I'm saying that is my thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And because I, I'm even. I think careful. that's like. Most men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Men, <laughs> women. Yeah, I guess I got. <laughs> but but hey, no. But I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you and you you would think I'm like, oh, it can't be a drug. Like, no, it is a drug in so oh, totally. many ways. Yeah. And and again, it's not just it's not just uh, in the physical aspect. When I'm home alone, you know, things like that. Like totally. What I, what I get introduced to. Uh oh, pornography. we're about to get real crazy with this. Mm -hmm. We're gonna be right back after a commercial break. We're about to talk about this a little bit because I think this is important. <laughs> Let's go. We'll be Stick right around. back. <laughs> Yo, we are back. So, man, yeah, so, you know, maybe we'll do that with the struggle. So, let's let's get to the place, because you're, we're almost at the age that you are right now, right? Yeah. We were like, okay, you yeah, got high school, you're in your so. 20s. <laughs> so, how did it affect your, uh, what is that, teenager, what is that, young adult life? Yeah, young yeah. adult. How does it affect, how did all of that affect your young adult life? Man, it opened my eyes to, again, the, the discernment. I think the key word, key thing that I lacked when I was younger was discernment, knowing what was, what was of God and what was not of God, what was for me and what was not for me. So now that I've gotten that experience through different situations, through different relationships, I feel like I can gauge a little bit more when I see someone or how I interact with someone, mm, I'm not sure if this is person's for me or like I know I need to hold on to this person because this person is going to be there to support me and mm. I want to be there to support them you know okay 
Do you feel like, because um, you were sharing, you know, your circle and uh, the crowd of influence and stuff, <clears throat> and we're sh- talking a little bit about the beginning, how you don't necessarily have to go through, you know, drug addiction mm-hmm. yeah, or yeah. like imprisonment or anything yeah. like that. To be in but, prison, because he was in prison. Right, right. As so well. do you feel like, especially as a young adult, like um, in the, basically, I would say church culture, mm-hmm. right? That there was mm-hmm. a lot of that, what you're sharing as far as like... <laughs> No, like, I like it. I like uh, masking it. a little bit of like, you know, confidence or even who you are, maybe like the struggles that you face, because I know for me, like in my youth group days, I mean, I, I mean, I had great youth pastors, but I don't think we had, you know, real upfront talks like, hey, are you struggling with lust? Hey, are you struggling with, you know, homosexual mm. thoughts? Or, you know, that kind of thing. I yeah. think what they call it now is like the purity culture to where it was like, don't do anything, you know. And so then anytime if you did mess up or got close, you just didn't talk about it at all because you're just like, oh, crap. Shame. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to hell. In, in the circles and, and the experiences that you had, you know, do you feel like that's something that was a common thread, you know, yeah. in, in kind of like your generation and at least the people around you, you Yeah. Know? No, I, I feel like it was definitely the case back then. I think you hit it right on the money that the culture, it was not necessarily specifically one church, but just the church yeah. in general was was always just saying, like you say, you know, don't do this, don't do that, but not having that very honest conversation. Like, hey, what are you going through? With the mm-hmm. understanding that, hey, we have mess ups too. Mm-hmm. Like, And I think what frustrates me about everything is that even people who are leaders or pastors don't want to paint the picture that they've messed up you know like fam you know what i'm saying they kind of just want to make sure that their image is you know is clear and it's perfect it's not tainted or anything like Mm -hmm. that yeah but there is no there's no salvation behind that you know what i'm saying Mm. there's no transparency Transparency, that's not even scripture you know at the end of the day about overcoming about the word of your testament how can i know your testimony if you don't give it to me you know what i'm saying i can't overcome anything then and so i'm going to remain in the same place and i'm only going to reflect and i'm going to only soak up because i'm a sponge what you're giving out and so yeah. if you're giving out wearing a mask well i'm gonna wear a mask too because mm. so talking. you're basically reproducing that yeah yeah seriously like i mean you, people wear smiles all the time but i think people don't understand wearing a smile is a lot heavier than any weight you can pick up sometimes mm. it's hard to carry a smile like it's hard to you know actually actually let me tell you let me <laughs> let, like, me debunk do that. let me debunk that there's actually you use more muscles to frown to than frown. you do to smile yeah. really yeah it's actually lighter mm-hmm. to smile but True. I get what you're saying you on, get, the, in the concept on putting of, a s- smiling when you're going through something. Correct, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. When you're, but less muscles, just so you Oh, know. yeah, well, yeah, statistically speaking, <laughs> if we're going through the anatomy and physiology of things, yes, of course. But, yeah, I do feel like that is uh, still even a problem to this day in the church. It's getting better, I think, the transparency. And oh, I think totally. Get Raps, do, I, I love, yeah. obviously, God brought me to Get rap for a reason. Yeah. The fact that Thank there's you. so much transparency with you and with everybody in the staff, yeah. like, that's a culture that... I feel like needs to be multiplied and and uh, and uh, reproduced. Yeah, all over. It sucks that people don't talk about the things they need to talk about. Totally. Um, you know what? Let's just start some of the things. Let's have some fun because I feel like we got your your story in a bulk. You know, and I like to share the stories and stuff because I think a lot of times um, you can learn from other people's stories, mm-hmm. overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our Absolutely. testimony. So uh, they'll see your music. I think you're going to do great because I got sneak peeks of like your album and stuff. And I think like yes, you're going to do really good. So it's good for them to understand what you come from yeah. because yeah. they'll see that confidence now. Facts. I feel like they're going to see the confidence that at one time you didn't have. Yeah. 100%. So it's kind of cool. Yes, sir. So let's start with some of the segments. Uh-oh. Here we go. So the first one we're going to start with is Dear Younger Me. Oh, my 
back. So <laughs> you're younger you can me. go to. You're like, can you um, get any younger? Yeah, like, yeah. He's any, like, <laughs> any age that you can think of, but we'll, you know, we'll back to the future, put you in the DeLorean, take us back to a younger version of yourself. Okay. Uh, what were you like? You know, it could be anything. It could be a couple years ago. It could be, you know, your childhood. What were you like? What were you doing? And if you could give yourself a piece of advice, what would it be? Hey, and hold on. Uh, you know, because you love music and all that, when you get into the DeLorean, you have a chance to, like, pick a song. <laughs> And as you're going back, <laughs> what song would you pick while you're going back? Up, time you know, travel. Your time, time travel playlist. What was your time travel playlist? What would be the song that you would put on as you're going back to talk to yourself? Oh, man. I'm <laughs> Any <so> song. <laughs> Go to Funky Town. Oh, Funky Town? Okay. <laughs> okay. So take you got, me to? Okay, you, got, you got Funky Town and you're funky going back. Funky Town is playing. And <laughs> where did we arrive? Where did we, we arrive? We arrived. I'm 15 years old. 15 years 15 old. 15 years old. 15 years old. I was pretty. It was a pretty significant year for me. It's where I started to really develop my relationship with Christ and learn the difference between being confident in him and mm -hmm. trusting what he says rather than someone else. Nice. Mm -hmm. So and what do you tell Gabe, what was he doing? Um, what was he at? Gabe is trying to get approval from everybody. Mm. Gabe is trying to make sure that he's okay in everybody's eyes and be like, can you, you know, I'm okay. Are we okay? Are we okay? Trying to people please mm. like crazy, you know? Yeah, and I could see. I could see. Okay. Yeah. And so what I would tell younger Gabe, I'd okay. be like, Go ahead and talk to him. it doesn't matter about them. They, they may be there, but they may not, but the word still remains. So listen to what he's saying rather than mm. what they're saying. Mm -hmm. So, I, I, I feel like that's the case. I feel that's like good. I wanted hugs and approval from everybody else, but mm -hmm. God's like, I've been here this whole time, but you find their their hugs more valuable than mine. So come it's on, really good. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna put you back in the DeLorean. I am. I'm gonna put you back in the DeLorean. <laughs> I'm not that old, but yeah, no. But hey, check it out. This is where I want to take you to. Okay, hit me. So, um, I want you to talk to your mom and your dad mm. uh, right before they were gonna fight. Uh, with everything you know now. Going back, what would you tell them because they're about to fight and get divorced? Yeah. What would you say to them? Because I'm pretty sure maybe there's two parents out there or somebody that is going through the exact same thing and they're not realizing maybe the impact yeah. they're going to have on that child. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to them if you can speak to them then, not now, because obviously now they're great, but then mm -hmm. what would you say to them? You just rolled up. Mm. Yeah. I think I would tell individually and then together. Yeah. So individually, I tell my dad, Dad, I need you to lead. I need you to really lead. Like, learn what it means to be a man of God and lead this household. Mm. And I would say, Mom, I need you to learn how to love not just your kids, but love your husband the way that Christ loved us in their moments that we messed up all the time. You know? mm. And I would tell both of them together, I would say, hey, we're here to lay down our lives for each other. You are supposed to lay down your life for your wife, and your wife lay down your life for your husband. And we would talk, go talk to the scripture, excuse me, talk about the scripture that says, no greater love than this, right? Than yeah. for a friend to lay down his life for another. I'm like, you guys are not just friends, you're best friends. You married your best friend, so you should be laying down your life. And that's only because, again, I learned that from you guys. I've learned yeah. from different marriages and, and different people that have had success. It doesn't mean that it was perfect, but their success, totally. it, you know? So that's definitely what I would tell my parents back in the day. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that right there and that honest conversation to really sit down like you're talking about, I feel like it would have been a huge difference, humongous mm. difference. Mm -hmm. That's why we like sometimes, that's why we, you know, Miss uh, Rafe Martinez, 
when we used to, you know, in the, with that segment, is because a lot of times we find ourselves saying stuff like, man, if I can go back with mm-hmm. everything I know mm-hmm. now. Yeah, oh, yes, man. You know, but there's somebody that is there now. And yeah, that's, that's so you their get to share with them. Yeah, 100%. Hey, um, what would you say to yourself? Look at I put him in the car twice. Three wow. times, actually. <laughs> actually. Well, the first time everybody goes. Ah, wow. <laughs> okay, so, um, <laughs> so the question here is more to like everything you've like, because you said you struggled with confidence and all that. Yeah. What would you say uh, as a young man, because you said you had some struggles and stuff, and you're still young, single, right? Yeah. No kids, right? No kids. Okay, so what would you say to yourself um, maybe in your early 20s about maybe um, being a young man uh, in in this culture and in this world right now? Mm -hmm. Like, What would you say to yourself? with the things that you're learning now because you're 27 yeah right what would you say so to like 20 I'm 20 essentially right you're 20 yeah yeah and you're kind of like tripping you got your own struggles yeah um i would say i would say even family and friends expectations don't define you the word does you know I feel like again the expectation to go this mm. certain route, or you know, you know, everybody's family dynamics is different. But there's a, sometimes I feel like the the biggest part of people who don't have the the drug or the you know the the, the rape or the fighting, uh, I guess testimony when they go through that kind of like testimony in the sense of like people expecting them to like you have to go to this route you got to go to college or you got to do x y and z and be like no like don't worry about them really read my word and say that i'm going to take care of you listen to your calling not your title or the titles that people want to put on Mm. you i feel like people chase titles all the time yeah like if i have a title my life my name will be shining bright lights yeah and so i've made it but i mean batteries run out eventually on those lights you know what i'm saying yeah so that's true well yeah there's only one light Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's the light. Nah. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go into uh, the next segment, right? Yeah, let's do it. Or oh, do you want to go to commercial break for the next segment? Oh, we'll we'll hit it. Well, let's kick them off with what it is, and okay. then we'll come back. All so right. the so next we- one, we're gonna um, pull out of the drawer, you know, because we haven't done it in a little while. Um, this one's called Fear Factor, Ooh, right? So not Mr. Confidence. Underneath like, the table, a- there's a box full yeah. of worms. That, oh, no, I'm just wow. kidding. Not that kind of Fear Factor. Uh, <laughs> hey, we put it. We should do that right here live. <laughs> Blindfold me, Eat yo. this. Oh <laughs> it's like a cockroach. Oh, and I'm got yeah. a weak Chocolate stomach, cover. dude. I'll tell ew, you. Ew, no. All right, okay. let's not talk about no girls. Come on. We'll let the communications team pick it too. Fear Factor is. Um, right, because a lot of times, especially, you know, we're sharing your story and you come from a Christian household and a Christian lifestyle. But and so we sometimes think that, oh, you know, we're never we should never be fearful. We should never be afraid. Right. Um, which we shouldn't stay there. Right. But we have moments of fear. You know, yeah, everyone faces up. moments of fear. And so share with us something that you were fearful of and then how you overcame it. And we'll get to that right after our commercial. Break. I want to know what you scared of. <laughs> They got me jamming. Okay, Uh, so where we're at? Fear factor. Fear factor. And you know, listen, because there's like this thing that um, I don't know in Christianity, like you you know, yes, I get God is not giving us the spirit of fear. Hear me. But I think it's okay for us to say, hey, this was a moment. You know, the whole point is that for it not to paralyze you or keep you stuck. But Mm -hmm. I get afraid of stuff, and I'm pretty sure that. 
Paul and all these guys in those days, when you're going to go out there and they're going to hang you like a candle, pretty sure you're a little bit nervous and maybe a little bit scared. Yeah. Now we move forward mm -hmm. because of the spirit of Christ. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. So I think there's this so like, you can't be afraid. Oh, don't say that. Right. Like, no, you're going to like, you first probably start afraid and then you kind of go, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, you're led by the spirit of God. So you don't stay stuck. Right. So I, I just want to make that clear. Because sure. sometimes people are like, well, I don't want to say I'm afraid. No, yeah. if, if, we all have something. Mm -hmm. So is what's the fear factor for you? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know if we want to go super deep or if we want to go like whatever. Natural. We want to. Hey, listen, this is this is for them to get to know mm -hmm. you. But go uh, ahead, go ahead, uh, yes. Stephanie. What were you gonna say? No, that, that's, that's pretty, pretty much, much it. Yeah, yeah, like there's people who are listening or watching. You know, who depends what you want to do. Relate to do you want to set them know? free? With, if, come on, <laughs> hey, listen. No pressure. We want to know Yo. everything. We All right, I'm gonna hit them with a double whammy. Heights. Heights, heights, heights. What do you? What if so? If heaven is really up there, like like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Hey, you're in heaven the whole hey, time. Yo, I'm uh, telling you, but even in the, even in the the spiritual or like metaphorical <laughs> aspect, you know, the higher you go, it's harder because if you go higher and you fall f down, it's gonna you're, you're gonna mm. die. But going to the physical aspect, yes, heights, heights, was, heights, heights was like my ooh, I, I hated it. Even now, so I how do you overcome that? Like really? when somebody goes, hey, let's go over here, and it's a real tall building, and you go on the roof for a photo shoot. Do you I make myself it? do it. I make myself do it. Like, so, but inside, you're freaking out. Oh, I'm dying. I'm like, oh my god. Like I overcame <laughs> it like pretty much a lot when I went to Universe Studios with my mom. We did uh, well with my whole family. But my mom was the only one who wanted to ride the roller coaster, the Hulk. I was like, I gotta do it. I'm gonna do the ride that does flips this time. Like for the first time ever, I gotta overcome. Yeah, this. yeah, you gotta overcome. And then I did it. And then after that, now. <laughs> and then there was like, hey, we heard this guy screeching, <laughs> screaming. <laughs> I was hitting the high notes. They're like, like, <laughs> they're like, where's that coming from? Yo, yeah, no, uh, heights was definitely my thing. Like now, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I still my heart's pounding, but like yeah. I kind of want to overcome it. One of my goals is to do bungee jumping. Which I'm a little jealous because you did bungee jumping at the yeah, rodeo yeah. one time. Yeah, it was fun. I was so mad. It was, I was pretty like, Dang, scary. <laughs> she bungeed. I know. It's like, oh, she hey, beat me, me to let it. Me, let, me, let me ask you this question. So, okay, because now we're on the fear topic, right? Mm. Um, in your Christian walk, mm -hmm. I know, like, we're mm -hmm. talking heights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in your Christian walk, is there something that uh, kind of, like, get, freaks you out? And then, like, you overcome it, mm -hmm. but it freaks you out. Mm. I don't know. Because now you're doing this project. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Ah. Ah. Elements. Right? Different elements. And so yeah, you're yeah. like, you, do you go through a, man, I get pumped up because the song's dope, then all of a sudden, uh, the little whisper. <laughs> yeah. Where you're kind of like, oh. Because yeah. I know for me, I've overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. Yeah. But periodically, some of those things still kind of like try to haunt me, even yeah. though I don't, yeah. I don't allow it. You yeah. know, I kind of mm -hmm. hold it captive. I do all the things the Bible tells me to do. Yeah, because I would say more than likely your comfort zone as far as singing and stuff has been, you know, like you mentioned with youth group and things yeah. like that. So mm -hmm. stepping out now as a solo artist and yeah. doing things that now you're not singing songs that other people wrote. Now Correct. you're singing songs that you made you know yeah I don't know right. if you write do you songs, still hear but, you know you wrote so now mm. you're you know, susceptible writer. to <laughs> hey, susceptible like, to no, new criticisms and stuff do you yeah. hear that it's the holy ghost ah. no no i'm saying like do you hear like words it's like not gonna be good no. oh no no because no, no. you're in Voice fear you're in no. fear no heck no okay so you no. like so you boom. have no fear stepping out as a solo artist no i don't have fear stepping up as an old solo artist i think i have fear of the transparency and honesty i think that is a fear yeah, okay. well, no. Because like yeah, I was yeah. saying, now good, you're good. writing songs that come from you, whether they're, mm. you know, 
literal or it's in uh-huh. a right. you know sense of you know trying so, yeah, to set people free. So yeah, now you're putting yourself out there. But now yeah. it's gonna be like, oh, this is Gabriel's song. Right, but it's not like if people will like it or not. I don't. I okay. mean, respectfully, you know they're gonna like it. But yeah. the fear of either I know I'm gonna like it or I'm just I'm, I know I need to put this out. But yeah. for me, it's like, oh snap, they're about to know a new level of you, and that goes both in music mm-hmm. and like yeah. in conversation. Sometimes mm-hmm. my heart's beating when I'm about to confess something I did wrong. Yeah. Like, oh my god, like what are they gonna think? But yeah, you know, but it is what it is. So. Okay. So how have you overcome that? Or how do you overcome that? Are you trying that? to overcome yeah. it? Um, I think I've overcome it with relationship. I feel like when I have like things like oversights or I have you know conversations that you know are like making me feel comfortable with. Hey, it's not about me pushing to the side, but I want you to grow. Like, mm-hmm. then after that, those confidations happens, then I can talk to you a little bit more about like, what's going on. It's still kind of like scary. It's like tiptoeing on the edge of totally the, of the building, mm-hmm. but. You know, once you actually go through and walk to the other side, you feel so much better because you've progressed. And I know, like, that's my struggle, too. Okay, so you went singing <coughs> in a youth group. So what – because you were singing in a youth group, and then since I've known you, I know you stepped out and did a little bit of, like, Broadway stuff and all that. <laughs> yes. And then, like uh, – so I know your passion and your yeah. zeal for it. Um, wh- what got – like, now you're writing an album. Like, how do, how do you go from, you know, I guess, not being confident to – um, doing a little Broadway, you know, and then now singing and doing an album mm-hmm. and then like really being excited about it when you yeah. were this kid that uh, just was like, oh, and, I just sing You know, here. lacked confidence. Yeah. yeah, when did you go, I'm going to sing to the world? When did that happen for you? Like, when did you go like, I'm going to sing and everybody's going to hear me? Yeah, I think it was just actually within the last three years or so. Really? Yeah, it okay. was pretty recently where I just felt like God was telling me like, I, well, again, why are you worried about anything else other than what I've called you? So I, I knew for a fact, like, after, again, a couple of years, like, you know, I could do this. And, you know, God's been providing for me left and right, all kinds of things. So why can't he provide for me mm. in this music industry and in the album? And my goal and motivation is to, as far as when it comes to making music, is to really step up the game with Christian music. Maybe not Christian music, but music in general. Because I'm just, just be honest, I'm just state straight up, and I may offend some people, but it mm. is what it is. But the Christian industry right now, whether in any media platform, most of the time it's movies or music, you know, it's either expected to be thriving in that genre, in Christian and gospel, and that's it. Or like in the movies, they're super cheesy and super corny. Yeah. And are like they're super PG. And I get Chosen's it. Like, fire. Chosen's fire. Don't get me wrong. Chosen's fire. fire. Hey, they coming up. We coming yeah. up. No, yeah. but but you but, know. That's, I, I, that's a story about Jesus. You know what I mean? So it's like, he right. didn't really have to write the script. <laughs> right. He <laughs> I, did. No, no. I got to give him a He did. Because he, he gives I you that he, other he means, side. like, as far as Christian I, I know what he's saying. You know? I just got to, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm going to protect yeah. a little. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We all like The Chosen. Please yes, do not we, come for we promote it. Shout yes, out to The Chosen. We but, are fans. No, but what I'm saying is, like, I, I, my motivation to make music is I want to go into the genres where the secular world is thriving and say, hey, you you didn't get music. Music came from heaven, and so we're here to take back this territory that doesn't belong to you anyway, mm. period. And not with, like, you know, you know, holly jolly stuff, but keep it real, keep it raw, but know that the reason why we made out of the, how we got out of the real raw situations was through Christ, you know what I'm saying? Mm. In the transparency of it. I'm sick and tired of seeing, like, only Christians thriving in just like little ponds. Like we should be taking over oceans. Like what's yeah. going on here? Yeah. You know, and yeah, we yeah. have that inside of us. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 
So I mean, that's, Oceans was pretty popular. Yeah, I think we're doing a lot better. Though. Absolutely. I think 100%. we're doing a lot better, especially like in rap and all that. Like, yes. I feel like I'm like, oh, okay, this is getting better. 100%. Yeah. Dudes are coming out that are like, yes. you know? Yeah, finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like the, the, the expectation of like being so cookie cut is slowly starting to diminish and the, the authenticity and the transparency is really being promoted now. I feel. What, what do you No. Okay, now this is just... Maybe fun fact or something, but <laughs> uh, when you when you sing, what do you consider? Like, cause isn't there like a alto, a falsetto? Oh, know, what so technically speaking, I'm a tenor. I thought you were talking about genres. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, no, no. So uh, tenor, yeah, technically I'm tenor. What does that tenor. mean for us who are not musically inclined? Uh, it's probably okay. So you have different like parts when it comes to harmony, right? Yeah. So you have the soprano, uh -huh. which is, sounds like what? <laughs> 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 I mean, give me a song. Uh, I don't know. We don't Let's, know. We don't that's know. the point. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Okay. okay, that's soprano. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's soprano, right? Okay. And then alto. Uh, okay. And then tenors. Uh, You're a tenor? I'm a tenor. No, 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 no. Oh. I mean, I'm, I'm like right now freestyling. I mean, it's okay. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need because you said you were a tenor. And though. then well, bass. Bass. Oh. Yeah, you're thinking bass. Bass. He's not a like, bass. Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm still waiting for puberty right now. I don't have a beard yet, so I'm just like, you know. That is yeah. hilarious. I'm just saying. Okay. Like, let's no, be honest. No, yeah, you know? no, 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 but no. that's pretty much the breakdown of yeah. the different parts and things nice. like that. Nice. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Um, uh, do you think, like, what, what comes after this project? Another one. <laughs> DJ Khaled. What's up? <laughs> wow. Hey, look, look. Okay, no. so uh, yeah. another project. Another project. Uh, do you I, go back into singing Broadway and stuff? Do you, do you ever hope, like, to um, be in, like, I don't write a so, play, sing in a play? I would love to perform in a play, but to write one, I don't know. I don't think I'll see myself in yeah. Broadway But you'll be in a singing? Oh, yeah, definitely for sure. Nice. Performing. That's my nice. that's my dream. If you can be in any play. Any play? Oh, which one would you they, like... they let you pick. Dang, can I get three? No. Dang. Two. We'll give you two. Two? Okay, two. Uh Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Phantom yeah. of the Opera. And then the other one would be Dear Evan Hansen. It's a new one that just really? came out. Yeah, it's really good. It's really, really good. It's a really good story. Okay. Dope. Well, I don't know if it'll fit, but we're gonna end it with the last uh, series really quick, or the last uh, segment. Segment. Series. Oh, I'm thinking series. God, yeah. Chosen. I'm still defending the fact that we <laughs> hey, like hey, it. Hey, come on. Um, the <laughs> last one. So we called this. You think you know me, Ooh, right? Yeah, thanks, um, and maybe you know you've shared uh, quite a bit here now, but there's probably um, a thought of who Gabriel is. You know, they might know you as Gabriel, you know, mm -hmm. from youth. They might know you as Pastor Gabriel, you know, from youth ministry mm -hmm. or from singing, you know, on the worship team. Um, but basically, you think you know me. Share with us some type of misconceived notion that people may have of you um, and then tell us why it's not that. <laughs> and you got to kick it off with like, you think you know yeah, me. Yeah, you got to start uh, it off with like, you think you know me. Ah, uh, man. So little attitude too. So meaning like people think that I'm yeah, like Yeah, they think, oh, you really know, know, Pastor Gabriel's always like this. Or, yeah, because you know, they're, they're watching from Instagram or they're watching, so they don't really know. Yeah. Unless they know you. you okay. Know so they think you're this, but you're really not. Wow. I what mean, do you think it is? I'm pretty, pretty forward. I mean, I guess, so you think you know me, but um, I guess I do have my seasons and tendencies to go into like super hardcore metal or like EDM stuff you know like no way yeah I'll rock out a little bit okay I'll go in the car and just like punch in the seat I guess cause it's just, <laughs> cause I don't want to hear anything wow. else and cause an airbag but okay, yeah okay yeah no yeah. that is that is a definite I didn't know that yeah and I'm super into UFC super into UFC hardcore okay yeah like pretty 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 deep in there like okay. I get a little fanatical what yeah. about what about in like a Christian sense, you know? So there's no misconceived notions of like, oh, you know, he's yeah, well, she's pulling he's probably for it. He's like, like this, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah, and let me give you an example. Like, that, like I remember I, sometimes an example helps. Like Antoine Hill from KMF. Yeah, yeah. 
um, you know, everybody always thought that he was angry. Yeah. Because of the way he looked. Yeah. But he's really like the super funny, like cool guy. You know, he's yeah. like, I don't see where people will see he's angry. But you know, I think yeah. Pastor Stephanie too. Like at one time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Used to think like, <laughs> like she had that, like, girl, you mad? But she's like, yeah. no, I'm just thinking. Yeah, that's my thinking face. Uh, Sorry, yeah. y'all. Yeah. So how about you? So for me, I you know, now that you so you think you know me, right? Uh-huh. Um, that when I come to church with the energy, I, I'm really not a morning person. I I hate the mornings. I'm okay. Like that. I get the energy really. It's gonna be really crazy from everyone like around you guys. Being mm. being at a place that I feel welcome and happy and safe, but really and deep down inside I'm tired. I'm really inside like don't talk to me. I don't want to. Oh, so you don't want to talk? Or I don't want to talk or nothing. I don't feel like greeting y'all sometimes. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, mm, you know what I'm saying? But the Lord. So now we know me. this Sunday good yeah, morning. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like like open up the service and like I'm really. Like, <laughs> wow no, but that's, it's, that's, that's, yeah. that's a, a real one that's a real one yeah so uh since we're gonna before we end the show this mm-hmm. is your first project how would you and the album is called let it out that's correct what would you describe um kind of like the synopsis of it what does this um record or this album mean yeah what's your, yeah yeah so the original the original title was gonna be called War Vomit, but that was a little too controversial. So yeah. I was like, let me just go ahead and change it up. Shout out to Mariana, she helped me with that title. Yeah. Uh and and Let It Out is talking about the things that I never really got to talk about. I'm finally releasing a project that I never got to do, so I'm letting everything out so that the world can kind of see that mm. Gabriel de la Fuego stepping up to the Gabriel plate. de la Fuego. Yes, sir. And and let me ask you something. With that, um, so that's really good. What is your life message? My life message? Yeah, like, so, you know, everybody usually has You would like everyone message. to know, you know, yeah. when they encounter you. So you're letting it out. Mm-hmm. When that's out, what will they know? Mm. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. If it's, if, it's, uh, if it's not the end, then it's not over, you know? Nice, nice. I mean, if it's, yeah, that sounds yeah, that's, that's if it's great. It sounded really deep in, in here, but now. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> catch That's cool. All right, so we don't have a date yet, but it'll be 2023. Correct. Um, yep. Where can they find it? Where can they find you? Where you can, know, yeah. are you get are you working on know? like you know promo stuff? Are you guys shooting videos? Anything behind the scenes? Stuff yeah. like that. Where can they um, look for that? So we just uh, finished up a single coming out mm-hmm. uh, very 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 soon. So y'all guys will be able to check it out. It's called Dangerous. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on G de la Fuego on Instagram. You can yep. also find me as Gabriel de la Fuente on Facebook. I don't really do Twitter, so you can you can find me G de la Fuego. It's not, you're not gonna find much to be honest. Okay. But uh, yeah, it'll be coming out. It'll be on all, all platforms. It'll be all on all platforms. It's gonna be pretty exciting. You really guys, I'm telling you, you really don't want to miss out. And on And you're this working with a few people, right? Do you want to uh, release maybe a couple <laughs> names? You want to yeah, name drop? Yeah. Um, I have a I have Maybe some quick, expected or yep. unexpected. Okay, so I have a friend. His name's Trip G. He's coming from California. Okay, super dope. Um, I have Who a else? friend. He's a, he's like in, insanely good. His name's Sife. Okay. Mm. Yeah, super super Sife. excited. Yeah. Uh huh. And one uh, more. One more. Actually, believe it or not, the one and only. He's here in the studio right now. Doctor Love is gonna be on the y'all, EP. Y'all, y'all, y'all see that one coming. Listen. Y'all see it coming though. Nope, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> Someone's definitely excited. Did. You might you might be surprised though. You're gonna be, be surprised. flipping out. I promise you, you do surprised. not want to miss out when this thing drops. Like it's gonna be yeah, insanity. I think it's gonna be good. That's really awesome. Well, we're excited for you, Pastor Gabriel. Thank you so much for joining mm-hmm. us, Pastor Juan. Any uh encouraging words for the people? As the man said, don't you dare quit. It ain't over. Yeah. <laughs>
Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to This Is Real. Juan Martinez from This Is Real. And I'm Stephanie Rave, and we're so glad you joined us. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and turn on your notification bell so you get notified every single time we have a new episode. And don't forget, in Houston, Texas, on 100.7 FM, every single Saturday night, we're on the airwaves from 6.30 to 7.30, man, with real people, real problems, real solutions. The show is rocking. Amen. But not only that, not only is the show rocking, we're also reaching 53 cities 51 state and county jails and prisons and what we're doing is we're bringing the word to them we're bringing them some laughter and some good times and some fire and so uh for that we need some partners so if you want to partner with us please click on the link below and don't forget to follow us on social media hashtag this is real or on any other platforms pastor juan martinez hey that's a wrap peace